I want to welcome everybody who popped in tonight um, for a little bit of inspiration and wisdom. I am happy to say that um, I have an extraordinary person to share with you all tonight, and I'm so glad that she is volunteering and offering her time for us to give a little bit of, you know, a relief to anybody's, you know, uh, situation, suffering, who knows, all the like. Um, and I know that you'll certainly take something of inspiration with you tonight because she is that amazing and that incredibly inspirational. And she certainly has taught me a lot on my journey. So without further ado, this is month of March, Profound Wisdom. We're theming this tonight, follow the golden rule, which is do unto others as you would want them to do under you. And I have Barbara Lamperer to join us tonight. Um, before I introduce you to the world, Barbara, I would love for you to set an intention, which is something that we do with my manifesting shows to get clarity as to what you want to see happen for this experience um, for the next hour and and certainly um, uh, you know what your gifts would be to whoever is listening tonight and then pick a number and the number uh, complies with my book the magical Clyde to bliss um, the number refers to a page in the book um, that somehow always turns out to be the perfect message to align with what your intention is and that would be the gift from me to everyone who who tunes in tonight. So before, without further ado, go ahead and pick your number and and your intention, and we are off to the races. Um, are you ready to go? I'm ready. All right, so let me introduce you and then I'm gonna open it up for you for some words. Um, Barbara brings over 20 years of healing experience. She's a Reiki master, a UN energetics practitioner, and a unified therapy instructor and practitioner, which I would love for you to explain a little bit about each one of those later on in the, in the broadcast or whenever you deem that you want to. Most recently, she graduated magna cum laude with a BS in psychology, which is fantastic, congratulations. She's passionate about helping people to heal holistically by identifying the mind-body connection. A devoted student of life, love that. She's always learning new ways to heal, connect, and rebalance. Barbara, welcome tonight. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This is such a treat. I'm so excited. Um, like I said, without any further ado, I'd love for you to you know, share with us a little bit about yourself tonight. Okay. Well, I have recently moved to South Carolina from Miami in um, 2018. We moved here. So for the last couple of years, my life's been on a, a new journey. <laughs> Uh, new grounds and, and learning new things, but um, I'm married, a mother of two children, and um, I'm in finding life to be really exciting right now in a whole different way. So. Well, I mean, I'm certainly exciting is an understatement for what's happening nowadays. Tell us why you would say life is exciting for you. Because it, it's when you realize that what's happening on the outside of us is not who we are and that the calming comes from within us and that we can reach that place, it's exciting. Um, so that we know that whatever is happening will pass because it all does. You know, I think that concept, whatever is happening will pass. I think that many people who may be tuning in tonight might want that to go sooner and later, all the uncomfortableness of what's happening. And so that um, we can take a, you know, collaborative breath, like breath of release. And how can we get to that part um, sooner than later? on a, a metaphysical level really is what I think that a lot of people are searching for, seeking for, um, and not, you know, having it be okay on the outside. So then you can be okay on the inside. Okay. And that's a, that's a great question. And what it actually boils down to is learning to be okay inwardly first mm. so that it becomes outwardly. It does not, it never goes the other way around. We can't be not okay on the outside and try to become okay inwardly. We have to do it the other way around. But yeah, explain a little bit about that, what you mean by, you know, I know a lot of people always say when the when then, right? The when then conundrum, when this happens, then I'll be okay. 
Right. Um, but what you're submitting right now is a very different um, and different paradigm. Is what is happening when we yeah. do that, we're reaching outside of ourselves to find the peace when peace lies within us. It comes from mm -hmm. inside of us outward. And how we do that is by pulling away and turning off the very things that are making us feel completely out of sorts. So for me to stay out of the frenzy of things, I spend my time in nature outside, maybe going or, or doing things for going for a walk, doing simple things like that and turning off the, the news and the media and all of that, just to give yourself a break so that you can feel the peace within yourself. So, so, you know, I know that I want to give people a little bit of background as to the origins of our friendship. I'd like to call it a friendship now since, you know, you are a very important part of my healing process. Um, certainly, um, I learned a lot of new tools when I went to Dr. Canale's office, and I was actually a beneficiary of the unifi unified therapy that you were able to um, to do with me. Um, you know, it, I learned a lot, and generally, with regards to things that I learn, I like to share it with other people. So, you know, I said before, maybe you can tell us a little bit about your your tools and that what you've been trained in, so that we could know better how we can use those perhaps to help us in these times of uncertainty, which it really feels like. Okay, so with the unified therapy is what that's about is, is bringing your attention inward into your body. So when, when something's bothering us, if we can just lie down or sit somewhere in a quiet place and just breathe into your body and just notice what starts to happen even i mean just like all of a sudden you get this pain somewhere in your body so you just go to the place where you feel the pain and hold it and breathe for a few moments and then your body's going to start talking to you there's comes that communication that says well thank you for listening now let me tell you what's wrong with me i don't like what's going on on the outside so i'm holding it inward or whatever comes up i'm that's just an example but the information lies within us. So it's learning to tune inward. But if we're constantly in a frenzy, it's very difficult to get ourselves quiet and to be able to do that. So we need to pull out of the uh, areas that is dragging us in there, like maybe turn the TV off for a while. Well, let me let me ask you this because I know I know at least for me when you're saying turn the TV off for a while, you know a lot of people are needing that connection. And I think that you know being you know mandated to self isolate, you know being only with those of of whom you have chosen for your life, your family, you know you you, you have a sense or a need to connect with others still. And a lot of people are using the the TV, the news. But which, yes, go ahead. Here's the difference. If you're using it to connect and it is giving you peace mm -hmm. and tranquility, that's completely different. But if, if we're using it and connecting and it's keeping us uptight, keeping us worried and in fear, then we're doing the wrong thing. Absolutely the wrong thing. And we need to disconnect from it for a while. It Does, doesn't have to be permanent. I'm not saying go bury your head in the sand, but you've got to know when you're making a connection that the... the intention or the desire should be to feel better to become more at peace so if you're connecting with something that's making you feel better and at peace then you're doing the right thing then your soul is letting you know this is good but if we're doing it and it is creating havoc and it's making us fearful afraid and in this this tense feeling then we're absolutely doing the wrong thing we are forgetting who we truly are we're missing the, the point of who we really are, what we're capable of doing. And it, we can we have that choice of either you know going into a calmer state or staying in a heightened state. So it's in who you choose. I'm not saying right. shut down all communication. Just be aware of what you're communicating with. So when you're saying be aware, I think that, and, and also, um, I think you had said with regard to unify, you know, therapy was being aware of your own what's how your body is reacting. Right. Yeah. So, so, 
understanding that on a different level, like for instance, like when you, you're watching the news and, and you're looking for someone, like for me lately, I've been watching Cuomo because I get calm with someone who's very transparent. Maybe that doesn't work for everybody. It's like what you're saying. So if it calms you, then it's not something that'll exacerbate your emotional state. If it makes you frantic, then maybe you need to step away and reevaluate if it's good for you or not. Is that is that a fair assessment? Well, that's that inner compass. Yeah. We, we want to do what is good for us. This is so important right now because this is what's being called. We have to wake up here and, and realize that we've got to stop acting the way that we've always been acting. Okay. So in order to change this, we've got to go to things that are calming, that, that we feel good around. Mm -hmm. Whatever that is. I mean, if, if you're feeling good and, it, and it's bringing good into your life, your body will tell you. So you know when you're around something that doesn't feel good, you either start feeling sick to your stomach, huh. your body tense, yeah. uh, your brain starts racing, or you feel like, oh, I got to get out of here. So, I mean, if we just listen to that inner knowing, the compass, yeah. it will tell us good or bad. And right now, we need to, as a collective, start bringing peace, peace, peace into ourselves, mm. into ourselves. So, so I, you know, I, you know, I've been, I've been not that I've been taught, but I've, I've learned over time. You know, there's different levels of bringing peace. So, if you're at the far end of the spectrum, where you're just running around with your hair on fire and you just can't even see straight, and and actually, I'm going to be honest, that actually happened to me the other day. I got to a point where I was holding my breath so much because of something else that was going on in my life that when something happened, it just triggered me and I broke down in tears. I just fell apart. Right. So I needed someone with a calming hand to help me at that point. Right. So you're at that level. And then, so I couldn't judge myself for not being super mom, like, you know, holding it together for my kids and everything else, because that wasn't going to happen. It wasn't going to happen. I couldn't do it for myself. So you're I couldn't do it for like, anybody else. Right. Yeah. Judging yourself, uh, how you show up for other people is not going to help you. No, get no. That place you don't ever want to judge yourself for any of this is, is what I'm saying is we've got to become aware of yeah. how we're reacting to situations yeah okay? and it's in that that we learn that our reaction the calmer we are to the storm the better we're going to handle it i love that all aspects so that's all i'm saying and, and i believe me i know that there are moments that no matter what you're not going to feel calm and there's not always somebody there that you can call or a hand mm -hmm. that you can grab but yeah. What Unified Therapy taught me, that it, within a split second, your body starts to react to warn you that it's about to go out of control of you're losing calmness, you're losing uh, your adrenaline, you're going into the fight flight mode. Okay. Right. Your body warns you within a few seconds, tells you this is about to happen. You got a choice here. <laughs> if we're not aware of it. We don't know. All of a sudden we're in it and it's like, what just happened to me? My whole yeah. body is heated up. I'm turning red. You know, I feel like I'm, I'm spitting fire. Yeah. <laughs> and then at that moment, it's much harder to come out of it. But if we can become aware enough that the things are triggering us and we and our heart, maybe our heart starts to speed up. Yeah. It's in that moment that we might want to say, wait a minute, you know, let me just let me just take a breath. Let me just breathe deeply a couple times and see if it doesn't change it. You guys used to have a ball, uh, like a, a yoga ball, a small yoga ball that was heavy, uh -huh. and you would put it um, like on my on my on my stomach or my heart space, and um, you would hold it there so I could feel my heartbeat. And I found that very powerful because what you had me do was become conscious of the ball and then the ball's impact on my, on my, my heart space, right. which allowed me to really um, go internally right. to see where, what was going on, you know, and then you'd ask, you know, what, what level of pain and what, what really was helpful. And I think it goes to your point with regard to like the anxiety 
attack, the response, the fight or flight, mm -hmm. that it really kept my brain from going into that creative side to stay more logical into the actual object at hand. Right. And I think that, that that was hugely helpful. Can you explain why that was the case, that why that's what happened? Because it's what we're doing when we can get turn the focus inward into mm. the body. The body automatically knows what to do. Right. We Our bodies are so intelligent, but we spend so much time in our head that we forget about the body. So we're, we cut it in half. We live up here <laughs> and don't feel anything down here. Yeah. And all of this communication's going on. So it's what we did with the ball helped you to get in. And it, as it does with people, we have to learn how to come back home, get back in our bodies and yeah. feel in our bodies. We're taught to go out of them. And, and that's total chaos. That's where all kinds of stuff happens that we, we don't want. So the ball with the pressure kept the focus, the mental focus in the body. And once we do that, we are connected. We're in. Yeah. And we're in. The body has a communication that tells the brain that just mm -hmm. pay attention. And then the body does it all on its own. It and, releases and, and, and shows you things that you need to know. So, you know, it's interesting that this um, virus is a breathing. It attacks the respiratory, you know, the, our, our life source. Our life uh, capacity is how we take in life and breathe it out, right? So, and, and I think that I'm not saying, I'm not a doctor and neither one, I mean, you are a psychologist, but I am not. But I, I find it fascinating on a mystical, like like I said, metaphys metaphysical level, um, is, is it calling into question whether we as a collaborative are breathing life into this world and, and what are we taking oh, from what, it? What a beautiful uh, way of putting that. I mean, really just think about, feel that in your body. Yeah, that's on the call. What you just said, are we breathing life? Yeah. Or, or, or are we taking life from wow. one another and from the planet? Wow. And so by the, just those two questions, just notice how your body responds. Yeah. That's that inward knowledge that we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. It's a, you know, that's, it's amazing. And, you know, um, one of the things about you that I have appreciated more than anything um, is that you bring, and maybe it's not something that um, I think you're you're aware, but you bring a lot of calm to a storm. And I imagine the storm being the body that you work with, certainly, because um, you are, by your nature, very intentional. And I love the fact that you're sitting in front of a beautiful you know, Hawaiian paradise behind you. I'm not sure if that's where it's supposed to be, but because I'm like, I, that's actually where I would love to be right now is in Maui, to be quite honest with you, um, outside of my apartment. But, you know, the whole idea is, is that um, your vibration that you bring to this world is very similar to the painting that you just happen to be sitting in front of. Um, I would love, you know, for you to other than you know, leaving for North Carolina is tell us about your journey um, and 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 have you always been that way? Have you always been a calm in the storm? No, no, absolutely not. I mean, I, I have a personality of always wanting to calm down, but no, when I was younger, I was, I was a fire. Um, I got set off immediately and, and didn't understand it. I just, you know, went through a lot of, uh, anger and, and not understanding the world or, or people or human beings. But I knew I, I have that inner knowing that said, this isn't right, doesn't feel good. And then I set the journey to find out that I, I searched for my meaning and purpose because I thought, I think I was 20, 25 years old. I thought if this is life, this is all there is. This is crazy. There's At 25, you learned it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, there was, it was just no meaning. It was, all we do is wake up and go to work and then come home and, and go back and do it again yeah. the next day. Yeah. So I, I knew that I wanted to do something in healing, but I wanted to do it naturally. So I set out on my journey to find natural healing and, and I did Reiki and took it to master level. And it can, was you, can you share with everyone what Reiki is? Because Reiki, I don't know. Everything. Reiki yeah. is, is an uh, energy uh, healing. 
that is just done ener energetically. Okay, it's your life, you use your life, your own life force energy that just comes through your hands and everybody can do it. It's just a matter of learning, learning what to do. So it's an, an energy uh, healing. And then from, from there, I would, I read everything I could read and I just, I looked at all different modalities because I wanted in the field of natural healing because mm -hmm. it resonated with me because mm -hmm. I truly believed that we could heal ourselves. And, um, so then from there, I, I found you in energetics, which is another form of, uh, energy healing. And that's Y U E N uh -huh. energetic. Yeah. You can Google it and you'll see him on there. And it was amazing. I mean, he's a martial arts uh, expert and uh, he teaches the, this it, and it's all taught different, but it's basically the same that we have this ability. We're born with it. It's our innate ability to heal ourselves, yeah. but we've got to tap inward, not outward. And I think I just want to I want to speak to that point, because I think a lot of people give their power away very readily at that, you know, where they, someone else fix me because it's too hard to fix myself. But the true healing you say, you speak to, is when you take your your energy or your, your power back by saying, okay, this is the vessel that I show up in. Um, this is my life. There has to be more purpose. And what do you intentionally set out to do on the path that, you know, you're willing to follow at that point. So I think that what you're talking about as far as the healing power of the body and taking your energy back is is really what you've fallen into because that's what aligns with you, correct? Yes, absolutely. It has always resonated with me. And it resonates with me on such a deep level that I don't question it because I, I, I prove to myself what it does. And, and it's changed my entire life. So how is that? How has that um, perspective changed your life from where you were as a 25 year old saying there's got to be more than this to, in the world, right? To where you are now, sitting in front of this beautiful painting of, of Hawaii. <laughs> I learned that everything we need is already there because it's an internal there. It's not a material out there. Yeah. And when we when we chase outside of ourselves, we lose ourselves. When we come, oh, you gotta say that again. You gotta say that again. When we chase outside of ourself, we lose ourselves. Wow. But when we turn inward, we awaken wow. to something that I is that. powerful. That I couldn't do this to you. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it to anybody. But I could show you what I did to do it. Wow. And that's what this is all about. For me, it's about helping people to come back home into their bodies mm. and having a true experience within themselves. And it's, I'm not the one, I'm not healing people. I am just there supporting you to help you hold that energy inward. It's like you're a magical guide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you are a magical guide in many respects. <laughs> if you really, and if you, if you, if you don't get lost in the semantics of the words, magic being something that is awe and wonderment, and certainly wisdom based, because you've done the 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 the. the educational basis upon which you actually build a foundation for your your career path which is what you do is you have people come back home to their bodies and to themselves which is very empowering at that as well correct yes it is it, because when for instance what's going on right now okay yeah if if you're not able to get calm within yourself then we're going to stay locked up in this frenzy. And guess what happens? We're going to get more of what we already do not want. We are manifesting it more. So if we can just pull away, and even if it's for 10 minutes a day, okay, whatever we can do, start somewhere and just breathe and be present in, with your breath or your body. Just feel for a few moments. And then all of a sudden you may feel like crying or you may feel like laughing or you may start to feel anger. It, all of it is absolutely okay because it's an emotion that we all have, but we've never learned to allow ourselves to experience it. Mm. So this is part of being in your body. It's part of being human, really, right? Absolutely. I mean, but, we, 
when we experience it as being human, we're taught to run outside of it. Go find something to fix this. Okay. It yeah. doesn't work that way. Well, I mean, it'll help temporarily, but the true healing comes when we get inside ourselves. You know, it, it's very interesting because what, what's coming up for me right now with regard to what you're saying is that we seek a leader, but we can also lead Absolutely. from a place of true understanding of the who we are and why we're here and why we're showing up, which I think changes the dynamic and it releases the frenzy, I think, which is very um, calming. Right, right. And, and okay, so you figure if, you know, a handful of us start to calm down and that trickles out okay, and more start calming down, then you're going to start to feel peace. And then when we're in that peaceful state is when that awakening and the ideals, the proper way of handling everything comes to us, it doesn't come to us. And when we're in a frantic frame of mind, you know, even if people don't aren't religious, I think that the phrase um, be still and know I am God means be still and go within to your heart space. That's where you are. It's not so about like, you Yeah. It's yes. about your spirit, where your spirit lies. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, absolutely. I, 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 I love that you're here because I'm getting goosebumps all over and it's not because I have a cold or anything. It's actual exciting. The vibration certainly for me with you is this um, interplay of, of, of incredible collaboration because what I said to you at the outset when we were preparing for this um, was I truly wanted people to hear from your beautiful spirit, um, what can be done now that would alleviate the suffering, which is in fact what we were talking about at the outset, that you wanted to help alleviate suffering in the instance. Yes, absolutely. So what, you know, what kinds of tips or tools would you share with those who are tuning in tonight that would give them moments of relief, basically. Okay, so when when I first started learning how to calm myself and, and get into that peaceful state, I started with uh, meditations that were, you know, videos that you could listen to, that, you know, people talk and tell you what to do. Well, when you're doing that, you can't be in the frenzy if you're listening to what they're telling you to do. So you start to realize, wait a minute, I can calm my body. It mm -hmm. starts to calm down. And then from there, I for any one of us that goes outside and just sits in nature or takes a walk, that does something that is so calming. And I'm not talking about don't go out and go to the <laughs> get in the frenzy of where I'll take my friends up. <laughs> and the flowers are or the yeah. water okay where yeah. you have space for yourself that you can actually feel your feet on the ground or your hands or or if you're sitting or lying on the grass i'm going to stop you right there because that is truly one of the most profound experiences if you take your shoes off and actually feel like literally intentionally feel even the rug under your feet yes. and and realize that's a grounding you can actually ground yourself you know for us butterflies maybe that's not necessarily the best thing but when you're losing your mind to an anxiety attack it's a great thing to do is just sit your feet on the ground and, and like you said grass is even better you know and put them in and then just feel that you're connected to something bigger than yourself right Which, absolutely you know. and, and, and I, that is a perfect way to learn to be in your body it's ah. that simple is to like take your shoes off, walk barefoot, but feel, or if you're sitting yeah. on the couch, feel what the couch feels like underneath you. Yeah. You're driving, yeah. feel the, the steering wheel with your hands. Yeah. You know, people like to open their windows or even like if you see, I mean, I, I laugh because you always see a dog with their head out the window and you're wondering what the heck they're doing. But you know, I always stick your head out the window and feel the wind in your face. And yes. one of my favorite things to do is go to the beach and feel the wind. Like right, not right now because the beaches are closed, but the whole idea is to truly get engaged with your senses. Right. Right. So, okay. If you can't go to the beach or you can't go outside, another thing is in your house, uh, light a candle. Yes, yes, yes. Lights off and play some soft, beautiful music. Oh, just, wow. For you just know, a, even if it's five minutes. Yes, yes. I love that. We were, I was, I was, I was like 
even the smell of the candle or just watching the flicker of the candle is just fascinating because you actually get contemplative on on what the heat is emanating and everything to that effect. So that's a fantastic, fantastic suggestion. I love that. Um, you know, I, 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 I want to really address this point because I think it, um, the fear and the frighteningness, I guess it's not really a word, the scariness of, of what we're going through because it's something that we haven't experienced, maybe only in history books that we've read about something like this. And even then you truly don't see in the same, with the same eyes, we're totally in a different point technologically. And, and um, you know, on a different scale, we're talking about like how, you know, even in our, our community is so much bigger because we're connected via, like you are in North Carolina, I'm in Florida. So let me ask you, when you feel frightened or unsafe or uncertain, you know, at those points in time, are there resources that you would suggest, you know, um, I know, I know one of the ones I think you told me is, you know, take a rubber band and flick your wrist <laughs> because it kind of brings you back to the reality of, of, okay, Meg, don't take a, don't take a flight of, of fancy into the, you know. This is the first thing that I want to say. If, if you're getting, if you're feeling the fear and the, and the frustration, allow yourself to feel it. Oh, okay. Here's the difference. Okay. Cause this is the mistake we make. Mm. We, we don't allow ourselves to feel these kind of things and we try immediately to stop it. Well, it's an, it's an emotion that's happening. We have to let it come through the body, but this is the beauty. If we allow ourselves to feel it and let it pass through mm -hmm. and not grab a hold of it and make it this big monster, it will pass within seconds. Wow. You know, I have to tell you, that's absolutely on point because last Friday when I finally allowed the tears to come, I could actually then start to understand what was going on. But so you're right without judgment, too. But that's the other thing you, you, you were saying before, you know, the judgment is what gets you at the end. Right. I mean, literally that you're not doing it the way you should be doing it. Right. Or I don't know how to do this. Or I don't know how. And the, just the simple thing is if we just remember, okay, I feel this, it's okay. It's only a feeling. And then just let yourself have that feeling. It's honoring yourself. And then when you allow it, you say, okay, let it come. Then it's going to come through you and out of you in no time at all. It's not going to stay. Kevin is Kevin's making a comment on the feed that says, whatever you feed will grow, choose wisely and with intention. So what you're saying there, even the release or the allowing yourself to feel, you're not feeding it, you're just allowing it to process, correct? Right. You don't you don't want to grab a hold of it and make it a, a story. Then you're caught in it. Okay. okay. Is what I'm saying is when that emotion comes up, you feel like you need to cry, and most of us say no. Yeah. No, you have to say, okay, I'm going to cry. And if you're in a place that you, you're not comfortable, then go where you can cry okay. and just let the tears come. Because as soon as you do, those tears are going to end really fast. And it's yeah. the same with all emotions. You have to just let them come through us and not try to do anything with them. Because you know, they I've said in the past, you know, since I've liked to call myself a wordsmith, you know, the word emotion, if you break it down into the different, um, you know, the A is the out of and motion is Latin for motore, which means to move out of. So emotions at its heart and soul are those that need to, even the happiness has to move out of you. And then anger and, and all sadness, all of it move through you and out of you and, and, and then allow that human experience to be fluid, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And this is what I find now that I, when I find myself getting caught in something, I'll start when, as soon as I get caught in it, then I realize I'm caught and it's like, Oh, Barbara, look at that. Isn't that something yeah. you just got yourself really stuck on this. And then yeah. as soon as I do that, I realize what, what just happened and it just goes. And then I start laughing. It doesn't stay. It's when I don't realize that I'm stuck in it. It gets bigger, bigger and bigger and bigger. And then it's like, then I feel, I immediately start feeling my body. I'm like, okay, I'm in trouble. I got to get out yeah. of this. So that's usually when I'll go outside and I'll go just go sit on the ground on the earth. And um, so are, are those kind of resources or techniques, are they like they build your immune system really? Absolutely. Instead of depleting it with the cortisol will drain you that 
allowing, so you're not fighting it with unnecessary, uh, you know, strength or whatever. Um, you uh, you also allow the immune system to do their thing. So you're like back to what you were saying. That's when the body is capable yeah, of healing itself. That's right. Because if yes. we're in fight and flight, we we are disease in our body. We are making illness, not not meaning to. It's not deliberate. But we have to just let go and and get ourselves grounded back in. So, so Mike is saying here that he burns a candle in the early morning when working in his study for three to four hours for days a week. It's calming and relaxing. And I think that the fact that he has a pattern that um, a, a practice, a habitual practice that's very calming and relaxing, that's life giving to him, right? Where he can be at that place where he can breathe out life then. Um, that's a, like a great ritual to establish. Right. Um, in, in your life, which I think goes to your point as well, you know, setting up, you know, uh, patterns to help us with our triggers, really. I think that's really healthy. Well, and, and it's learning what our triggers are. So the yeah. more aware we become of what triggers us, then that's when we know in that, that few seconds that something's about to happen and we can do something different. We can move in a different direction. We can do something to snap ourselves out of it so we don't go into it and don't get stuck in it. So I, if you if you would, just, just so people who may not know what, what exactly are triggers, like for instance, and in, in, in psychology, what would you what would you mean by saying the, the, triggers? The triggers are things outside of us that create an emotion in us by us seeing or hearing something. So say that you're sitting down watching television and somebody on the television says something that was maybe said to you as a child. Okay. So here's a trigger. You hear two words that you heard and don't even realize it is, but all of a sudden they said those two words and you find yourself getting angry and upset. That's a trigger from right. what they said. And triggers are everywhere because it's an opportunity for us all to learn. To, oh, I like that. To let go. Oh, that's really good. Triggers are opportunities for us to learn to let go. Amazing. Yes. If we see it that way. <laughs> it's yes, when we don't it see it that way. Yeah. It absolutely is. It absolutely wow. is. Because you'll notice triggers can be real tiny and then we can get over it real quick or they become really huge. Wow. So the ones that we're not learning to get over to heal is the ones that get bigger and bigger, that they come more often to us. Yeah. And, and, and it's just a matter, and all the, all the story is, is learning to come back into your body and know who we truly are. Remember who we really are. Remember who we are. Yeah. And when you say remember, what does that mean for some people who don't understand that? Remember, remember who we really are takes you out of fear. Mm -hmm. Because when, when you remember who you are, you, you can't be in fear. You're going to be in peace, right? in total peace. Now, not all the time because you can't live that way. I mean, we're, we're in human bodies. We're, we're to experience things. And yeah. we're going to, no matter who we are. Yeah, yeah. But the difference being is how long are we going to stay there or where are we going to let it take us? Wow. You know, I, I love that. And, you know, I, I, I find, and we were talking about this before, and I really want to address this because I think it's amazing. Um, life prepares you, right, for those moments that – um, may seem very insurmountable um, to the to the to the naked eye, but had you not gone through those experiences prior, then you would not be aptly ready to with the tools and resources that you gain to deal with the present moment. And I and it's funny because you know all of this is happening, and then you get triggered, and then you forget. I've just spent nine years, you know, doing what I needed to do from the last you know, catastrophic experience in my life, be it whatever that is, you know, um, to handle and to, so when I would say that to you, I know that we were saying it's like, it's, it's a beautiful thing because it becomes, like you said, an opportunity, not only to learn and to let go, but it's also an opportunity to learn to grow Absolutely. further. And it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like they, like even the doctors, every doctor out there right now who has gone to medical school and they have these books that teach them so much, but it's until you actually get into the hospitals and see live cases where you make the real decisions that you're able to put the pattern to what you learn into practice. And I think that that is truly on a, 
interpersonal uh, way as well that you, with these experiences, you can't protect yourself from life, right? Life happens. No, no you can't. <laughs> Unfortunately, because you always want to see, well, maybe some children had really bad experiences when they're younger, but you know, those, oh, those innocent eyes of a child is, is a very nice place, but it's not, um, it's not no, something. It's that, yeah. So coming to life now with that kind of approach and something that um, maybe um, from your perspective, you know, what has your foundation been up to this point that's allowed you to have the kind of perspective that you have now? Okay, well, for me, it was, as you know, that I lost my son to suicide uh, eight years ago. And before this happened, I thought everything was perfect. I, I mean, I knew that I was doing all the work and, and all of that, but I thought everything was perfect with my son. And to find out of course it wasn't but but that that act put me in a journey in my life to say that either I heal this within me or it's going to kill me and mm -hmm. I knew I didn't want to die mm -hmm. I knew that I wanted to heal and that I promised that I would help as many people as I could to have that same experience because we wow. do not have to suffer and wow. it was through that deep, deep, deep grief that I went through that I came to the other side of realizing that there is such a bigger picture to all of this that we can't possibly understand. But when we learn to accept what is, mm -hmm. then we become totally okay. I, I mean, it just yeah. changes our entire life. So that set, really set my deep, deep journey on mm -hmm. where I'm at today. And I get to places where I think, oh man, this, this is amazing. Now I'm, I'm like, I, I can't believe it. And then yeah. I wake up the next morning and then it's like, okay, here comes scenario number two. <laughs> it's like, really? so yeah. like, how could that happen? For me, it happens the morning. I'm feeling great. And the afternoon, I'm like, ah, it's again, what happened? You know, it's like, ah, you know, like we were saying before, all sorts of expletives come out of my mouth. I was like, what happened to my Zen? I just yeah. had it like five yeah. minutes ago. Yeah, we just really get a break. Right. Yeah, and I was like, let me just take a breather from this crap. <laughs> and then I realized, then I learned that I still have to learn how to come back home, back into my body yeah. and allow the moments that I'm having to have them and not get stuck in it. Because it's what I have learned is that everything will and is okay. Mm, wow. Yeah. It's all in the perspective. One of my favorite mantras um, that um, Anthony DeMello, he's a Jesuit, you know, he says in his book, um, Awareness is all is well, even in the chaos. Yes. And, and, and if you can find that wellness, even in the chaos, mm -hmm. then that is where peace lies, yes. right? Yes. And so, you really find it inward. It's inward, right? So find it outward. I, you know, I, I love synchronicity in life. And I swear to God, that I had the conversation with one of my best friends who's in Spain right now. And we were talking about how they've been going through this whole quarantine. Like they can't leave their house unless they have a dog. And like, like if they have to have like permission now to do so from what I understand. And, and, she's, and she said, you know, as an introvert, because she's a true introvert, you know, she was saying that it's it's not a bad thing because she's get she gets permission now <laughs> to do that. It's for those who need the socialization, who are the extroverts. Like I saw somebody's meme that says, "I'm a hugger. This is a big problem for me." You know, <laughs> you know, it's like not to be able to do that. Um, but what I was trying to say, my whole point was back to your whole point, like with regards to you don't need to wait for it to be okay externally for yeah. you to be. Okay. No, because that's, we may wait our whole life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the everything to be perfect, right? For yeah. for for our for it's all perspective, right? If it's all an illusion, really, anyway, because it's how I choose to see my day, you know. And and like what you were saying, I think um, you know, as as I think humans, we 
we are survivors, but not even that we are, we want to thrive. We want to have that great experience where you, you know, like, especially Americans, like suck the marrow of joy out of the world, you know? But, but I think the whole balance perspective we were talking about before as well is where do you come to a place of balance so that the whole give and take, you know, um, circle of give and take is is in perfect wholeness rather than taking more than you actually give or or give more than you actually get back you know exactly and, and, and can you speak to that balance and to the the balance is the part that you know when you're out of balance because it's something is completely off you feel the the difference of it and we have been treating one another in this entire world out of balance so this is an opportunity for all of us yeah us to really really grow and learn and and do good with this so so i love this part because my show is this this whole thing whatever this is called is about manifesting and i and i love that you just said that this is an opportunity for all of us and i think it really is to be uh, in a collaborative way be a part of the solution rather than waiting for the solution, right? Um, yes, exactly. Yeah, we're not, we're not separate. And you know, it's, it's you know, I, I was reading the, it's the whole follow the golden rule idea. Whereas, you know, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, Jesus 101, you know, you know, do unto others as you would like them to do unto you. Well, you wouldn't want to hoard all the toilet paper, you know, so that other people don't have toilet paper. You don't want to do that because ultimately when you're in a karmic balance, then people will call you if you need it. They'll take care of each other. You take care of each other. And to understand from a place of that is a place of power. Really, it is where you know that you'll be taken care of. Not that someone's going to step in, but, but that as long as you're showing up, you know, and giving whatever service and beautiful talents you got, like you do to the world, like for for you being the healer that you are, then then the universe will take care of you. All is well, and everything will happen for your highest good. Oh, so now going back to you, um, keeping in mind, you know, the quote for today for this is by Ella Wheeler Wilcox. I think it's very appropriate for us as we stay home with our families and friends that are living with us. Um, she says that there's one sad truth in life I found while burning east and west. The only folks we really wound are those we love the best. We flatter those we scarcely know. We please the fleeting guests and deal full many a thoughtless blow to those who love us best. And and I, I thought that's such a profound moment in time because we are surrounded by those who, you know, you, you know, you they're your tribe and and even to those who we talk to like even whoever's on the feed tonight you know this is the tribe that we choose so how we treat them so now i turn back to you with all these beautiful insights you've given us you know what's important to you now in this moment and historically in this moment in time is what the thing that is very important to me right now is to is to love love mm. everything everyone and everything without judgment because not destroy is love. Is that for yourself first though, right? Absolutely. If that's Absolutely. Yeah. And so how so how do you start there with you know turning the mirror on yourself and and yeah, where how do you by, start there? By appreciating everything that's already around you, going back to the simplicity of life letting go of all of the material things that we think we need that we overwork ourselves to get mm. and just being in that moment of looking at a tree and, and realizing how beautiful that tree is mm. and what it actually gives to us to to live on this earth yeah. the, the birds the animals our loved ones to, to look deeper into them, not not the actions that they're doing on the outside, but what what lies within them. Yeah, and just bringing yourself into that peace. When we find peace, we find love. Uh, so by by so by by decluttering our our environments and ourselves, the simplicity, and, and there lies therein lies love. Yes. 
Absolutely. Love yes. is everywhere. We just love. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So I guess at this point, like, what do you prioritize in this season of life? Which, or what, what would you forget? To, to live life to its fullest and to be in joy. To, to find the joy in the simplest things because you know it's like now we're all home so for most or for a lot of people i can't speak for most it, it's chaotic because what we don't want to be home we want to be running everywhere else mm -hmm. for me i am so grateful that i have to be home because now i'm not worried about where i need to be showing up what mm -hmm. i need to be doing out there and, and now it's about, well, I've got this home and I have all these things that I can do here that yeah. I need to do that I, I ignore because I'm so busy running out the door to go do other things. So it's like I got I just changed my perspective and it's been very joyful for me. I mean, I sit down and, and watch a movie with my husband and it, it's wonderful. It's like going to the movies. Yeah. It's like, when is this movie going to be over? Because we got this, this and this to do. Yeah, it's bringing us back into simplicity to the right. simpler things, and we don't want to miss that. I so, this has something that's forced upon us, it's an opportunity to connect absolutely an yeah. opportunity because what is one of the biggest things we are not doing is not connecting. We're all running around like, like we're the only soul on this earth, you know, caught up in our own head. So we forgot about communities. We have our own little tiny community. Yeah. We forgot how to live with one another. And we absolutely forgot the truth that we are all one. Well, you know, I would love for you. I, I know what that means for me, but what does that mean that we are all one? That we are all the same, that we all have to breathe. We all bleed. We all want to succeed mm -hmm. and we all want to be happy and yeah. be loved. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it, it's, we are all one and we all vibrate and, and interact with one another, good or bad. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what, what we do to one is done to another. That's beautiful. That really is beautiful. I, I think that when you come to the plate with that in mind, that it's the golden rule. I mean, how I treat you is is truly the experience I'm going to have for myself. Absolutely. It, it changes everything. It, it changes everything uh, to the gratitude we give to the people who are are in the hospitals right now, taking care of our loved ones or you know those that we don't know who are are in, in anywhere in Italy and in, in China and Korea and the United States um, to to how they 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 show up in service that is all about the the and how that has a ripple effect on on you and me mm -hmm. because we see people showing up like that it gives us a sense of pride of being part of the human race and i think that and that goes to the small like to the even to to the people who are delivering our food or who go to the grocery stores every day to to make sure that we have those because I mean, I don't think it's a good idea for any of us to go out hunting and gathering at this point. But you know, I'm just like saying, you know, you know, these are people who are doing a service for us, right. and if you do the same for them, I think that's a beautiful thing. And that's how you know that we're all one. See, because it what we do for one another, we're doing for ourselves. Yeah, this is survival. This is how we how we live, but we forget that part. Yeah because we've been so separate yes. for so long. So yes. it's bringing us back into connection, which I yes. think is so important. So important. And, and hopefully we learn from this moment in time that we really do need each other. Like, you know, we are interconnected with each other. I believe that the ones are meant are meant to learn right now mm -hmm. or, and they yeah. will. Mm -hmm. And and there's going to be ones that don't. And that's just the way it works but yeah. as a collective. I think we're going to see a huge shift. I think so. I think so. And and let me ask you, since we've gotten your 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 tools and practices, well, how do you see your journey now from this point on? You know what? It's so funny because I was thinking of that the other day before you even asked me. It's like, okay, I'm into phase three of my life. I'll be 60 in July. 
So it's like, okay, now what do you do, kiddo? It's <laughs> completely different from everything else. But I, I'm getting to this place now that, that the work that I, I want to do and the journey that I want is to really get out there and, and help others find that, that peace in themselves the way mm. I found it. And however that, however that may be, however that may be. Um, it, so that is definitely what I want to do. I don't, I don't want to um, sit home anymore and, and let the world go by and knowing that I have things that I can share. I just want to share it with people. Wow. So, so what's journey, stopping you from doing that? Uh, myself, myself, okay. because of the transition after leaving Florida and then coming here. Uh, to South Carolina, it's that journey has been uh, up and down and, and unstable in the beginning. Um, and it threw me off balance, but uh, I'm coming back 100%. So all the work that I've done before, I had a plan, I had a way of doing it and I know how and, and all of that. Yeah. And now it's like, I've got this new slate and I have to re-figure out how I'm going to get it out there because that was what the problem was because I, I was going from Miami to South Carolina to Tennessee, back to South Carolina, and then back to Miami. So I felt like I was just floating for two years back and forth, not knowing what in the world to do. But now we're permanent here in South Carolina. So it's changing, meeting a community of, of people. And it's I always say when uh, the, the student is ready, the teacher will appear. I'm not saying I'm your teacher at all, but I'm, saying, no, I'm saying the opportunity. <laughs> to and, and I think that the fact that you said resounding yes to this conversation tonight certainly um, aligned with where you are and your desire to be of service in a, a, a new way yes. that, you know, from a place of your own personal calm after the transition that you're able to do so. So, you know, I love the fact that I, I always get excited about the people who show up on my journey. And, and it's interesting that everyone who I see on the feed have all been a part of my journey and Kevin and, and Mike and, and you and, and my, my cousin-in-law, Angel is on here. I just, I find that it's all these beautiful faces along the way that I get to introduce you to. And at the same time, you're ready to do your thing, I think, now on a greater scale. Yeah. Um, I was saying to you before, I said, I've been in, I have been in isolation, even though I've been on these, I've been in isolation for the last um, two and a half years with writing and, and stepping out of my own um, challenges from the one career to the next. And I think that one of the things that you said tonight that really was a message for me that resonated was to allow the feelings. And I don't know, uh, you know, it, it's a process. And when you allow the feelings to actually be processed, then you're ready for the next incredible, you know, experience. Mind you, you know, five minutes, you can have Zen, the next five minutes, you might be in, in tears. But to know that that is, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. So, um, one of the things I had asked you at the outset um, was to set your intention. So can you please share your beautiful intention tonight with everybody? And my intention is to manifest a, a place where I can help others awaken to their inner truth is all. And what number did you pick? 65. Okay, so that's intention to manifest a place where they, for others to say it again. I'm to to manifest a place where I can help others to awaken okay. to their truth I on a larger that. scale. And your number is sixty-five. Now, usually I have you read it, but I'm going to read it tonight, yeah, so that's sorry. Yes. So, oh my God, this is kind of interesting. So the insight is take a giant leap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. The quote is from Jules Verne, the French novelist, poet, and playwright. You will travel in a land of marvels, which is so exciting. I don't know. I, I, I always say that your intention is for everybody. So we get to share in this beautiful synchronistic uh, insight, or like, like uh, Kevin was saying, a God incidence. Perhaps you've thought you do not have enough hours in your days to accomplish all the good that needs to be done. 
Today you get an added 24 hours to travel in this land of marvels. While this fabulous opportunity comes only once every four years. Wow. This is actually um, February 29th, so it was leap year, which is kind of interesting that that would come up again because that was right before we entered into this wonderful month of March, of the yes. profound, which yeah. I find fascinating, you know? <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Everything is for a reason, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Never, never, uh, never a rare occasion. So the leap day was added to the Gregorian calendar as a corrective measure because the earth does not orbit around the sun in precisely 365 days. And today can be seen as a magical day in which your actions can lend a restorative quality to enhance your future. Take a giant leap to write the direction of your life. Take advantage of this extra time to venture forth and live your dreams. From sunrise to sunset, appreciate this extra gift in this rather uncommon year. Oh, wow, that's kind of interesting too. And make plans to set a course in a better direction by letting go and leaping into a marvelous new course of action. With the magical key, close your eyes, make a wish, and ceremoniously take a leap to see it come true. So, wow. <laughs> I was going to say, wow, you have this extra time right now to truly contemplate the direction of your life. How did that speak to you, Barbara? Oh, with I had goosebumps. Oh, you too. Everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that was profound. And I understood it on levels I can't explain. Oh, wow. But I fully understood it. Wow. And nothing is by chance. It's all part of the plan. It's all a part but, of it. But I promise you this. I promise. This is going all, all going to end out end in a beautiful way mm -hmm. i mean I, i'm not please i'm not discarding the people's grief and and what they're going through but the, the after this storm it's going to be amazing it's going to be a different world yeah i i do want to say um i want to share your information after this um i don't know if i can share your yes your so why don't you tell everyone your whatever information you want to share so that they'll be able to access you and then I'll put it in the feed at the end of, of the interview. You can you can put my email and you can put my phone number. Okay, your email is B L E M P E R E U R at MSN.com. Okay. Okay. And and people can contact you with regard to whatever if they want to just talk or, okay. or have a question i would be happy to answer oh and, wow um they can send me a text on my my phone if you want and it's 305 i still have a miami number <laughs> 305-401-2914 awesome awesome i i i love the fact that your intention was to manifest a place where everyone can come to a better understanding of their experience here and heal in ways that they never thought were possible. Um, certainly your impact on my life was that I, I didn't know if I could meet the challenge, let alone surmount the challenge. Um, and uh, you know, I don't believe in coincidences. I think that everything happens synchronistically. And I think that your particular energy coming into my life was something that was a godsend. So I'm happy to share your extraordinariness <laughs> with everybody tonight. I think that um, you're amazingly profound with the wisdom that you have gained from your challenges. And I can't wait to see where your journey takes you because I can only imagine it's going to be bright where you can shine a light on so many things for other people um, to gain from. So I want you to have the final word of inspiration for everybody, because I think that um, once we all draw a breath in from this experience, um, then they can always remember perhaps what you have to say right now. So take it away, Barbara. Well, for me, I first of all, I want to thank you very much for allowing me and inviting me to do this because it was amazing. Mm -hmm. And and my message is remember that we are all lights, that we mm -hmm. are, that we, this body just houses something much more powerful inside. Wow. And learn to tap into it. Wow. And we all have that ability. We just need to know what direction to go is all. Wow, amazing. And, and you know, as my son does 
take water and ice out of the machine while we're going for, you know, in my, you know, I don't feel so bad because all of the inner, all the, the major networks are all doing this from home. So you can have them. Anyway, then, then let that sustain us, right? Let yes. the, 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 you know, let the water sustain us Yes. well. And so we can be the light for others. And um, if you get a chance, take your shoes off and feel the ground underneath yes. you. If you feel a little out of control and, and need to ground yourself. And know that we all got each other in all this. So thank you so much for your beautiful light, Barbara. I, I, like I said, I mean everything I said. You are a powerful source of beauty for many people to to see. So I want to thank you for your time tonight. This has been fascinatingly and amazing. And and you know I adore you. Um, so all of you guys tonight, you know, in this experience, you know, be light for others where you can and. And if you need uh, if you need help along the way, you know, grab on to the collaborative connections around you. Um, Barb has offered her her beautiful time um, with with her connections tonight. Um, I'm always there for you. I, you know, in, and Katrina's on here, and she's also another powerful light in my life. Thank you so much for tuning in, all of you. Um, I love you all. I remember that we're all deliberative creators of our life. We don't have to wait for something to happen to understand that. Um, let your souls be guided by your dreams and let's all raise the positive vibrations on this planet so that we all can come live our bliss together. So we take care of each other and we serve each other. So there's this perfect balance of the give and take where we're connected to everything, including nature. So thank you again, Barb. Um, let's love ourselves exactly where we are. No judgments, reach out to each other and continue to spread love. Blessings and bliss to you all. Thank you again for joining me tonight. Thank you all for your comments and have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your evening. God bless everybody. You too. Thank you, Meg. I love